Welcome to the Afterthoughts section of Well That Fucked Me Up with your hosts Luke and not Kyle because he's not here today. And when I do an Afterthoughts section without Kyle and I don't have him to bounce off so we can't talk about the episode that we just listened to, I feel like I'm some sort of weirdo late night radio DJ waiting for somebody to call in. Um, so I'd love for you guys to get involved. There's always an email email address on the notes section. Um, but this is the afterthought section for Roger Williams's episode. So if you didn't listen to that, you need to go back and have a listen. And this is just where myself and Kyle normally have a chit chat about the episode and what we thought, what, we, what were the takeaways from it. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was interesting. Roger had, um, he sort of downplayed the heart attacks. Um, he sort of, it's almost like he sort of glossed over them, which is quite, was quite interesting. Um, but essentially a mixture of COVID uh, going completely bonkers, um, cooped up at home and then a heart attack or two, uh, <clears throat> totally and utterly kind of revitalised his life, essentially revitalised his life. And it's often the case with our guests. They've had a, they've had a life-changing event or an experience that has led them to reassess Um and this was a real classic example of that. Um, and he set off on a year, a gap year, like a grown-up gap year. I think he just turned 50. He'd been working for 30 solid years. 30 solid years. And he thought, "What? fuck this. Now, here's the thing about this. And I think a lot of you who listen to the episode might agree. You have to have savings. <clears throat> you have to have money. You have to, um, you have to have, you have to be financially stable to, quit your job at the age of 50 and go traveling around the world. And as much as I love that episode and I love what he's doing, I couldn't help but feel that that is, is that not a tricky thing for everybody and anybody to do? It's like, don't put yourself in a box and work when you can have a bucket list. Now to play devil's advocate, I think he was also saying that there's a way that you can start ticking off things on your bucket list without quitting your job. Um, and that that's why in the show notes, you'll find all his information. And I think if you're interested, go and give him a nudge and, and see what he has to say about the situation. Um, I, not quite 50, but nearly 50, would love to quit my job and go traveling. Um for a year, but I barely managed to scrape enough together for a week's holiday in London to see my mum. So I don't know, you know, it's a a tricky thing. But again, does everything have to be financial? Is everything on a bucket list a financial thing? Like (laughs) having your your knuckles tattooed, I suppose that's not um, a financial (laughs) burden at all. I can't imagine that's too expensive. And maybe it is things like that. Maybe it is like learning to ride a bicycle for the first time or learning how to swim or it's all the, I think it's all of these things, right? We talked about in the episode, is it like hang gliding off a cliff or going to Machu Picchu or um, or uh, going to see the seven wonders of the world? Well, great. Yes, absolutely. Maybe one day. But I think the point is it's your own personal bucket list, right? It's your own personal box ticking. The things that you think may have passed you by or the things that you think, God, I wish I'd done that or I wish I'd learned that. It's hard later in life as well, isn't it? <clears throat> I wish I could play a musical instrument. And I wish I could speak another language. My mum speaks five different languages. Uh, she grew up in Egypt and she um, she speaks French, she speaks Spanish, Italian, 
port. She said, she, she said, I don't really speak two languages. And then she started list, listing off all these other languages. Um, <clears throat> and I just think that's something you do when you're younger. Your brain's more mulchy, isn't it? It picks up on those things. I've got a friend who, who just, he speaks every language under the sun and he can pick up a musical instrument and start playing it. And I think, you know, I sometimes live in a little bit of regret. And I think the point of life is we're not to live in regret, are we? We get one, we get one, we get one play. We get one go, one shot. So um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I, I really enjoyed it. And thank you, Roger. And I hope you don't think I'm putting down your whole notion of a bucket list, because I think there is a lot more to it than just, um, you know, fi- finances. Uh, it's definitely not about that. And there's me again, having a good old complete freak out about money which is my one of my main triggers who else gets triggered about about money oh yeah it's like my favorite thing to get triggered about money um anyway next next week we'll be back with a cracking episode thank you for joining us as always kyle would be here kyle's doing a baby a, a baby what's the word He's learning how to have a... No, he's not learning how to have a baby. He's learning how to help his wife have a baby. (laughs) Okay, I think that's probably a good time to leave it. I love you all. Uh, I have to say I love you because Kyle normally says I love you, so you guys have to say I love you back. I love you too, man.